I've broken the seal. I started watching Stranger Things. Finally. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I started last night. Got through four episodes yesterday. Okay. What do you think so far? Uh, um, it's it's confirming what I had already heard about it. Like this is what I had heard. Yes, I'm, this is what I was expecting. But at the same time, I knew before I watched it. Uh, as I was hearing things about it, I knew I was gonna love it. I knew I was gonna love it. I typically don't care for like the super popular shows. Um, yeah. Like Game of Thrones, eh? Probably could have gotten into it, but eh, didn't really land for me. But uh, this one I knew was gotcha. gonna be right up my alley. So I broke into. Yeah. That's why I'm saying broken the seal because I'm not stopping until I until I catch up to to the end here. Yeah, I don't even know when the next season is starting, but I've yeah, I'm I'm ready for the new season. Huh. Um, whenever it comes about. Uh, where where did I leave off? Um, the boys and Eleven were going to trying to find the energy building. Okay, that, yeah. And um, yeah, they got into a little scuffle. That was about the end of yeah. it. Okay. So I'm not too far in. No, not at all. <laughs> it just gets better. Is all I'm gonna say. Yeah, that's what I've. I, that's what I've heard is that each season is progressively better. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. Cool. I'm looking forward to that. Oh. Me too. I'm ready for the new season, for sure. So, let's get down to business. I've decided to call okay. the episodes recipes because oh, okay. I'm super fucking clever and yeah so anyone anyone and everyone listening you're welcome thank you for listening first of all but second you're welcome yeah. for being really oh. fucking creative a creative genius you might say <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I, I don't really I don't really feel think or feel that way but alright here uh, formal intro uh, this is Hard Shell Tacos my name is Leo I'm joined by my cousin Lily we were the weird kids, and so, now that we're uh, grown up and shit, it's time to explore our stranger things, you might say. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, the format of this, we're just starting out, obviously, episode two, recipe two, excuse me. So, the we begin with some r- warm-up type of things, like m- middle-level difficulty of questions. I, those will be the tortilla. Then we get into the heavy questions, that is the meat, and then have some fun at the end so that we can uh, walk out of this without, you know, with with our heads up and with a little bit of a smile. And uh, I just refer to this one as stuff, because I don't know, the stuff you put on it. Do you want lettuce, cabbage, tomatoes, cheese, whatever, (laughs) stuff. (laughs) All right, so I've decided that the intro is let we'll we'll do these two questions i have here is describe how you're feeling on a one to five and describe how you're feeling with a single word or picture i didn't look for a picture so describe how you feel right now on a scale of one to five and then how i feel in one word or picture oh god um 
I'll probably just put myself on a scale of, I'm going to say like a 3.5. 30? 0.5, okay. Yes. Every time I, I ask people to do, like, rate stuff on a 1 to 5, a lot of times they give me, like, a half number. Like, should I just start mm-hmm. doing 10? Because then you'd be at a 7. Uh. So. Oh, no. Then. <laughs> um, I mean, you can, but yeah, I mean, it's going to mean the same thing either way. So. Right. Yeah. All right. Doesn't so. matter. Yeah, I'm about the, about the same. I'd go with a 3. Okay. Because how I'm feeling right now, it's making me think back on how the week has been going and Mm -hmm. it started off pretty shitty and then it okay it's uh gotten better so three we're we're at uh an extreme middle yeah (laughs) uh shit i didn't even think about how i feel in one word oh me either Mm. Uh. (laughs) i'm gonna say uncertain okay because of the little bit of a roller coaster that the week was for me, the uncertainty is that um, something that we like we might get into it a bit later. But a thought that I got stuck on on Wednesday mm-hmm. night to the point of like tears in my eyes, sort of difficulty. Okay. And okay. I came to the same, I guess, block in thinking mm-hmm. yesterday, but it didn't didn't have the same effect but i was still thinking about the same things so that's i'm a little i'm uncertain of what what that may necessarily mean gotcha um i guess mine would just be confused (laughs) because i mean like i've been thinking about you know all this stuff like i've been thinking about my childhood a lot lately and I've realized there's a lot of like black spots you know I can't really fully remember a lot of stuff because my brain was trying to protect me from all the trauma right right but it's like it's like weird and I was stuck on that like for the last couple of days I'm like I wonder if you feel the same way is like is there things that you can't remember yes like in your childhood because like I have just splotches of stuff and of course I remember a lot of Mostly the negative stuff is what I remember, and I wish it was the complete opposite, because I know I had some good in there somewhere, but it's like I can't really remember too much, and like when I do, it's just kind of splotchy, like I don't know what, how old I was, what house I was in, things like that, so I'm like, this is fucking weird, but I know that a lot of people that go through trauma deal with this, you know, they just have little fucking snippets of certain things yeah that's i've heard this from others and i can just confirming it from like my own perspective i've heard accounts of guys who were in iraq other guys who were in afghanistan myself i went to afghanistan and the Mm -hmm. more difficult things it's kind of like a slideshow of of screenshots it's not necessarily like a, a movie if that makes sense Yes, that's exactly how I, like, picture stuff. And I'm like, what the hell? Um, Or that thing that iPhones do, like, when you take a picture, it kind of captures, like, a three-second video. Oh, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. So I have just, like, little segments, but there are parts in between the segments that I cannot recall. Yeah, same. And, like, people tell me things, you know, um... And I'm like, I really don't remember any of this. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, okay, sure. Oh, man. Uh, And there are times where when I have tried to, you know, talk to other people about stuff, 
difficult things and they like tell me things mm-hmm. like I'm, I don't necessarily recall that but at the same yeah. time like this person also gaslights me so are they trying yeah. to fill yeah. that gap with what they want me to think same I'm like yeah. same same yeah 100% yep the same and I'm like I don't know whether to believe you or not <laughs> it's really weird but that's how I've been the past few days I'm just confused I'm like it's just weird like I was remembering this one certain incident which was like the last time my mom tried to like physically lay her hands on me I know that I was a teenager don't exactly know what age what house we were in all I know is we were in a kitchen and guy just grabbed her by the hand arm you know by the wrist and I was like you're not doing this to me anymore but I'm like how old was I how old was I what house were we living in because you know we moved around way too much yeah Um, way too fucking much so like I'm always just like I know it happened I just don't remember the whole complete picture yeah um, the entire sequence and that's of what events been... yeah so I'm like okay <laughs> like I just know I was a teenager don't know how old exactly but I know that I did that but that's what I've been stuck on the last couple of days I'm like this sucks that a lot of my memories are just blacked out you know ha- I can't really remember much do you remember that house? I, th- I want to say it was on, um... Yes. That is the house where I think you were a teenager the most. Um, I was, like, 12. In that house, I was, I think, 12 going into 13. Oh. Um, it was, yeah, 12 going into 13, or, fuck, I don't know, like, 11 going into 13. I don't remember, but it wasn't that house. That oh, I know okay. for sure it wasn't that house. It was just another time where it was just me and my parents and my brother living in a house. Oh, okay. Or it could have been, I don't, like, I don't know. I don't know exactly my age. Could have been anywhere from, like, 13 to 16. I have no clue. Um, I just know that happened in a kitchen somewhere. I can't recall what house that was in. I just know it was in a kitchen and that's it. I I can't really remember anything else. I'm like, man. Well, you have the more pertinent details though which is that you stood up for yourself you stopped taking the bullshit which is great Uh, if there's nothing else to take away from that event and remember it it should be that yeah yeah true true but yeah that's where i am as far as my feeling in one word confused damn dog we got into it quick i know Yeah, it's fine. I've been thinking about that the last couple of days, and I just wanted to ask him, like, I wonder if he experiences this too. Yes, Where, definitely. you know, you you get you can't remember full details of stuff, just little snippets of stuff that happened to you. Yep. Um, and for me, it's like the same exact snippets are the only things that I can recall from my childhood. Anything else that anyone else tells me, I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, sure, maybe... But the memories I do have, they're all literally the same fucking 15, 20 memories that I have. And then that's it, which is just weird. It's weird. But anyways. <laughs> Let's start making tortillas here. Because, <laughs> yeah, we got, our, yes. we got our hands ready. We've got the, we already got the flour and shit out. So I went through my, my card games and I have them noted here. So this question is from Unpack That, the self-reflections. Have you had a change of heart about anything recently? Doesn't necessarily have Uh, to be a big thing. Change of heart on anything? Um, 
Nothing really jumps out at me right now, so I'm probably gonna say, as of now, no. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I picked this one, and I was trying to think about it. I picked it on a few days ago. Okay. So, like, I've had a little bit of time to think about this, and I can't... Nothing really comes to mind. Yeah. Oh, well. Guess we're gonna just press on here. Yeah, skip on that one, because <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll come back to it next week, but... Yeah. Um, as of now, I don't think I've had a change of heart on anything. I'm pretty... Yeah, no. All right. Nothing comes to me. <laughs> Coke Zero is not good. Maybe that's my change of heart. <laughs> I used to think it was. Okay. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, what is a dream you had to let go of? Oh my god. This is uh, from the tough questions. Yeah, a dream that I had to let go of. For me, maybe... Let's see. It's not so much bad because I don't care about it anymore, but like marriage, I don't, I used to have a, well, no, scratch that. I never dreamt that I would get married. Never mind. <laughs> mm. Maybe having kids because I, I'm older. I have a lot of, you know, some medical issues that prevent me from having children. So I had to let go of that dream. I think that's the only one for me right now. What about you? Yeah, I'm trying to think. And, like, with me letting go of that dream of having kids, I'm also, you know, maybe that goes into my change of heart. Maybe me breaking the generational curse for me is maybe not having kids, you know, so that cycle can't continue. Yeah. With, I mean, I know I will stop that regardless if I were to have a kid or not, but it's like it would. Hard stop. Um, yeah, a hard stop to where, like, other family members wouldn't have to continue that cycle. I think that's both my change of heart and the dream I've had to let go of. Like, I'm okay if I do or don't have a kid. I'm fine either way. I've got 50 animals anyways, uh, <laughs> so that's fine for me. But I'm just really coming to the grasp of maybe I'm just, maybe that's my way of really breaking that generational curse is just not having any kids, period. Yeah, I was. that uh, was part of the, like I told you, I kind of got stuck on some stuff on Wednesday and Thursday mm -hmm. and kind of had like two sides of the same coin as far as reactions that was actually yeah. one of the things i was thinking about was like really yeah was was like kids and like fuck like i would love to but at the same time so like a change of heart that i've had it's not recent necessarily mm -hmm. but it's a dream i've let go of is kind of of having a and then like a really influential say on whether or not i were to have kids if i were to get married or yeah. or not either way um it's just like mm -hmm. thinking about it like fuck i i'm only involved in the fun part mm -hmm. i don't <laughs> i don't do anything else as yeah. far as like the difficult shit feeling sick all the time fucking achy joints because you're carrying uh, life inside of you so yeah that was one was letting go of my mexican machismo a little bit gotcha. like, yeah like this shit ain't up to me okay Hmm. All right. What about your adult self would surprise your teenage self? I'll I'll start this one. It would be how I've adjusted after everything. Mm -hmm. um, like Afghanistan, teenage me wouldn't have believed that to be a possibility. But what teenage me had experienced and was kind of having difficulty dealing with, I didn't mm -hmm. think it was possible for me to be the way that I am now. I didn't think it was ever going to happen. I thought I was mm -hmm. going to be miserable forever, always going to be fucking sad about shit, or always have a really shitty temper because I can't control mm -hmm. my fucking emotions. 
And so I think that would surprise teenage me. Is like, hey, I said last uh, last week, don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. That's and that's one thing I would say is like, look, I took a chance, I got help, and look at that. You too can be not a little bitch. Yeah. Which is what I would say to myself because that's <laughs> how I would respond to myself. Gotcha. Um, let's see. For me. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hello, wanted to give you a bit of a content warning. We're going to be discussing uh, suicide and suicidal ideation pretty heavily. If you would like to skip over that content, skip ahead three minutes and 20 seconds after the tone. The thing that would surprise teenage self me is that I'm still here, you know? Yeah. Uh, I've had... Uh, it's not something it's always in the back of my head sadly but i've always you know i ideation uh, at one uh yeah and then at one point um in that house that you mentioned earlier i almost went through with it but because i like to prove people wrong you know that little bit of me is like but if i do this they win so that's always the thing that keeps me from not you know going through with that but also like what you said i haven't become what was done to me is my my thing something that i wouldn't believe because you know it was always thrown in my head that oh you're gonna be on drugs you're gonna be an alcoholic in and out of jail pregnant at fucking 15 blah 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 and you'll be an abuser yourself yeah i'm like i'm none of those things so yeah that's just something that i'm i would be surprised of and yeah mostly just still being here (laughs) because there's been many times where I really didn't want to be, you know, but I've first I've just managed to pull myself out of it each and every time. And I think I've just always done that as a kid. I always pulled myself out of, you know, the darkest places that I've been in. Um, I was my own hype man at some point. But yeah, that's uh, something younger me would be surprised with is that I'm still here trucking along. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're still here. Thank you. There's that. I had... (laughs) Yeah, you know, the whole, when you go through, like, the sequence of questions, like, are you thinking about, is this an active thought? Do you have a plan? Mm -hmm. Like, for me, it was, yes. Um, Yeah. 30th birthday. That was it. Okay. It was like, fuck. If I don't, if things are not in some way better, I don't necessarily Mm -hmm. know what better means. But if things are not better, then that's it. I'm I'm fucking Mm -hmm. done with this. But the condition that I gave myself was that I have to make a genuine attempt to be better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I finally stopped uh, resisting getting, like, going to a psychiatrist and getting prescribed Mm -hmm. medications. Uh, Mm -hmm. I finally stopped fucking pussyfooting about going to counseling, which I desperately needed. Yeah. Like, I actually gave that type of shit a chance. Uh, Yeah. Also, opening up about my problems to mm-hmm. uh, the woman I was seeing at the time, which I yeah. believe you know her, so you know who yeah. I'm talking about. But yep. also being open with someone who cares. You know, yeah. she might not be able to do anything but like make mashed potatoes for me or mac and cheese or whatever. It's comfort food. Yeah. But at the same but it doesn't matter. She's she cares. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. That was my. That was the condition I set for myself. Was you, okay. If you're gonna do this, 
You're not gonna be a fucking coward and not have tried every single avenue that you could before yeah. you do this. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. And then, like, with me, I just feel like I have, you know, a greater purpose. I don't know what the hell it is yet. But yeah. <laughs> that's what keeps me trucking along, you know? It's like, you're you're meant to be here for something. I don't fucking have a clue what it is, but that's another reason why I haven't done it. But my main thing is I... I Spite. I'm surviving purely out of spite. Okay, I even have a sh- I even, I even have <laughs> That's literally me right there. Oh, uh, I definitely I know sh- the feeling. I, yeah, I even have a shirt that says that. I'm like surviving purely out of spite. I make sure I take it with me every time I see your family so that they can like... <laughs> You know, read us. I don't think they ever pay attention to it, but they I'm like, don't yeah, notice, bitch, but... this is why I'm here. Why I'm here. <laughs> the writing <laughs> is right in front of you. Yep. It's like, this is why I'm still on this earth. Ugh. Literally. I am that stubborn, and I will not let anyone, you know, be right. I refuse to let people be right about whatever, you know, negative things they say. So, yeah. That's a big reason why I'm still here. <laughs> There was a but long also time. Because I know I have a big purpose, you know. Okay, yeah, that's what I wanted to bring it back to. Was like I for a long time I had the same like surviving out of spite. The hate keeps me warm at night, like whatever mm-hmm. funny way you want to put it. But I don't know. I I also talked about it last week. Was like letting go of a lot of that stuff. It's, yeah. Which is uh, something that teenage me would be really surprised about. Is I let go of a lot of my anger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's sh- that is in the military. We like it was like a, when you take your pack off, which it because it's really fucking heavy. So yeah, yeah, getting the pack off your back is that was life changing. That was yeah. when I really like started I... thinking about uh, greater purpose kind of things. Like what that when I started getting more involved with philanthropy or like charity mm-hmm. work, volunteer work, because. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to just throw myself at all of these things and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like me, I let I let go of a lot a long time ago and it did feel like that. You just like feel this heavy like fucking brick wall just come off of you. Yeah. Cuz I was a very very like I had rage. Like my anger was so bad. And yeah, I'm you like, were talking man, about if that. I, I'm like if I ever unleash this, I'm I'm not going to be okay. Yeah. And neither are the people around me, you know, but I've kind of let it go. It's just my thing is I still let things trigger me. And I mean, some of the abuse kind of still happens here and there when I go see our family. Right. Um, More verbal, you know, but um, I don't know. Maybe that's why, because it's still happening that I still kind of feel like I'm here out of spite, but I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> Definitely let go of a lot of anger, though, at one point in my life. And I was like, man, this feels great, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I've gone through the steps of forgiving people, but I still hold resentment towards these people. Yeah, I um, got you. So I'm not I'm not quite there yet with that part of me. You're at but like I, an 80% solution, 90% solution, yeah. if nothing else. Yeah, yeah. This came up, actually on long walks that app that i use um for whoever may be listening that doesn't know it's just like a daily prompt that it asks you some kind of question for you to think about 
and you see other people's answers and you kind of talk about stuff if you want to. Um, so I am in the mental health club. So it's unlearn the idea of blank. And for me, the response was that healing means all of that shit is com completely behind you. You're still going to have bad days. Yeah. You still have intrusive thoughts. If you're expecting mm -hmm. to just for it to be like it never happened, then I'm sorry to disappoint you, but that's not what it is. I've I've come to that realization yeah. recently. I'm like, it's still gonna be there, you know. Yep, uh, it's a part of who you are. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. I need to actually get back to using that um, app too, because I was really on it for a while, and then I just I don't know what happened. Uh, all right. Do you want to get into the heavy stuff, or you got anything more that? Yeah, yeah. Nope, nope. We can. <laughs> All right. It's already started off heavy. Why not? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I mentioned I was a little bit in my feelings throughout the week, so I was in some kind of way when I was picking the cards, mm -hmm. and pretty much the meat segment of the of this entire recipe is going to be existential. So to start, okay. what does it mean to be human? Um, I'll let you answer that first. Sure. <laughs> I think that a lot of people. Shit, that's the last question. What do people misunderstand? What does it mean to be human? To me, being human is community, social connections, friendships, relationships, not just with your family or people who you are connected to by proximity, like your neighbors or people mm -hmm. that you work with, but community with everyone. You shouldn't, like, it. what I mean most specifically by that is having empathy for, sympathy towards people who don't look like you. Yeah. I've, I think that's the, the truest mark of empathy is where you, their struggles are something you'll, you cannot understand because you look different from each other, so your experiences are very different. But yeah. for you to still care about someone regardless of what they look like or what you know like gender identities and all all of that type of stuff mm -hmm. that's all fucking trivial at the end of the day we're human beings and we're we're yeah. supposed to be social in nature and we should take care of each other that is yeah that's what i think being human is okay for me it's pretty much the same as you um but it's also just you know living life to the fullest you right. know yeah not letting anyone holding you back from you know wanting to do what you want to do that makes you happy yeah that's pretty much what it means to me and just like being a community being you know one together with not just your family friends but others around you you know right yeah that's pretty much mine the only thing i would add is if my i agree with you completely like you should do pursue life liberty and the pursuit of happiness Right, mm -hmm. but if your pursuit of happiness hurts other people, that shit's not cool. That's not. Yeah, I was, that isn't allowed. Yeah. So I mean, I was definitely don't mean any of that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you, you it was what? implied. I just want to put yeah. it out there explicitly. <laughs> All right. Um, what have you learned about life from loss or death? Um. Hmm. I'll let you go first while I think on that one. All right. What I've learned about life, uh, one thing, I I call it a par like it's paradoxical in a way that in the grander scheme of existence, that is like 
the universe or the cosmos as a whole, we are insignificant, completely insignificant. But correct, yeah. On the other, on, at the same time, this existence, our experiences, our interactions with other people, that makes us very significant at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it's, I, I suppose, relativity is a way you could frame it, but. So have, with that in mind, it's how quickly, and to reference The Sopranos, it's not cinematic. Mm-hmm. Like there's no like clinging from a ledge and tell my wife I love her and then you fall or whatever. It's not like that. Like yeah. you, you're there one second, the next second you're on the ground and you're dead. Yeah. It's not, there's nothing more to it really. It's really mm-hmm. easy. I have a big problem with how easy it is to do that to people. Yeah. So I learned about the value of life, how important Mm -hmm. people are because of our social nature. So, like, you, if you are a part of a family and you're, you know, super awesome and everyone loves you, well, then when you die, everyone's going to be really upset. So, there you go. True. That's I think I'm gonna, one example of the significance. You gonna skip? Yeah, yeah I'll I'll skip. That. I pretty much agree with what you said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted me to add on to that, but I kind of agree with yeah with what you said there. What does humanity completely misunderstand? Jeez. Uh, so I'll, I since I picked like, them, I've had time to think about them. So I'll go. I'll go yeah, first do again. Yeah, because I'm just off the whim here. So the same. As I mentioned about what it means to be human is to be social, people completely misunderstand what makes aberrant behavior happen. It's not human nature to be greedy. It's not human nature to be violent. It, that's, it is human nature to be connected to other people. An easy way to, to demonstrate that is how people go fucking insane in solitary confinement. They lose yeah. their lose their minds because mm-hmm. it is inherent to human nature to be social to talk to see other people to talk to other people to be heard to to be seen to be accepted it's inherent uh, yeah greed is an aberration that shit is not normal no violence is not normal people misunderstand human nature i think being accepted and being loved for who we are wasn't human nature. We wouldn't be doing. We wouldn't be talking right now. That's true. That would we wouldn't have to. That's kind of the fucking problem is that we do, and the people that we expect, they, like it's kind of like their obligation to a degree. That's where the poor situations, I guess, to put it really stupidly, but things just didn't <laughs> go as one would expect, and a lot of problems stem from that. Yeah. I'm going to agree with what you said, because, yeah, we... I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I should probably get my card decks handy, because <laughs> we're already in stuff. We're only, like, 40... We're not even 45 minutes in, as of... Do you want to choose, like, another... You can choose some other random cards, and we'll... Yeah, yeah. I'm not... Go for it. Let me get... Oh. I have one right in front of me. All right. What do you wish didn't bother you so much? What do I wish didn't bother me so much? Yep. Oh, Lord. Is, is there a fucking list for that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
gosh. Wait, repeat it again. My ADHD just made me yeah. forget your question. What <laughs> What do you wish didn't bother you so much? Yeah, there's a lot for me. <laughs> I mean, I don't wish bothered me so much. I guess my trauma because I'm yeah. so triggered by it still. Like, I really wish I could just not be triggered all the time. Um, I even catch myself at work now, um, and it's just been happening more recently. Like, if I hear a screaming kid in my store, like, I have to go somewhere else until that kid is out of the store because it just That's fucking... too much. It's t and it's just only happened like very recently within the last couple of weeks. It happened once where this kid was just screaming, and it he just I don't know I just felt like his emotions were really hurtful. I don't like he was hurting or something, but it's probably just a tantrum. I don't know, but I had I like started shaking really bad. I just pretty much wanted to cower in a corner so I had to put myself in like our office and just like stay there and I had to tell one of the cashiers you know I'm like let me know when this kid leaves because I cannot right now I'm like I am so triggered right now <laughs> and I'm, I'm just I was just trying to breathe you know through the whole thing and get my mind off of it and then it almost happened again like a couple days ago there was another screaming kid but this one was just throwing a tantrum because they weren't getting a snack candy toy or whatever and I was like I need to remove myself from this situation ASAP before it gets really bad for me and I'm like hyperventilating but yeah mine would be my triggers I wish you know I could just not have to deal with that anymore that'd be wonderful <laughs> yeah I don't know maybe we should have discussed it before like before last week that talking about these things is gonna you know bring up some negative feelings oh 100 percent um but for me it's also better for me being able to talk about it especially with you because you know we went through the same thing and we kind of understand right you know what we've gone through so for me it's kind of helping me a little bit more in my whole journey of you know trying to heal all of this stuff and move past it a little bit more but yeah, like, yeah, things are going to get triggering here and there, and I mean, if that does happen, you know, we'll have to just let each other know, but, yeah. you know, but um, for me, this is kind of more therapeutic for me, because I'm able to talk about it without feeling shamed or, you know, belittled for expressing myself, which is something I've never really experienced before, so this is, yeah, it's kind of more helpful to me than harming the little bit of feedback that I have gotten was all positive. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. Um, I've had people, you know, um, that have listened to it already and they're like, man, I've gone through all of that too. And it's like, I had someone tell me, I never knew you were going through all of this stuff. She's like, you hit it really well. And I'm like, well, I kind of had to. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a survival <laughs> tactic. Is like, if yeah, I let yeah, people see like, my weakness, they'll fucking pounce on me. Yeah, but, like, I've had people saying that, you know, and I even had someone say that it just seems like I'm having fun, you know, because it's it's very therapeutic for me. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that with the first one. I'm like, this is actually helping me a lot more than it is, you know, putting me in a darker place. And because I know there's people out there that have experienced what we experienced. Yeah, and absolutely. It's, it's awesome to be understood, you know, just to be understood and to know that there's people out there who 
have been in your shoes and they get it and it's helpful it, in some ways it could be helpful to them too so yeah i've gotten positive feedback as well and i'm like okay well let me keep doing this yeah so. the i think this is what i know that the term has been misconstrued and uh, co-opted in a negative way but this is what an actual safe space is 100%. This is what safe space means is you can yeah. tell me whatever you want, whatever you're comfortable sharing and you're not going to get any judgment or anything. Any negative reaction, I would say. Yeah, and that's why I kind of threw that idea of you and I starting one like this because I know you yeah. know that we are not going to like tear each other down or any of that because we literally went through the same shit. And you're the only other person who kind of understands me and vice versa because no one else, you know, yeah. in our families, uh, you know, experienced what we experienced as kids. Like my brother a little bit, but he was also treated way better than I was or than you were, you know. I, it's I just our mom, our, mom was, our mom was shitty, but, you know, you and I, because we were so different than everyone they just had to tear us down and you know and i've been thinking lately too like a lot of the stuff that happened to us i just want to tell i've i've been putting this in my head like maybe they were just jealous that they <laughs> you know were just like like they're just like everyone else you know they were they're and too we, scared to to express themselves so we better make sure yeah. that they don't either that they don't yeah. yeah so i was like i always just think that i'm like maybe they just saw beautiful light within both of us and they didn't like it if i can't have the light no one can yeah so they like dimmed ours at a very fucking early age and that's pretty much where my mindset is going i'm like i just think these people are jealous and i i'm not trying to sound arrogant because i think it's disgusting yeah <laughs> i can't stand i just want to throw up with arrogant people but i'm just starting to like Put, like just think about that. I'm like maybe they were just doing that because they saw that there was something greater within us and they couldn't be that so they in turn <clears throat> fucking made us yeah. hate ourselves and doubt ourselves and all this shit they didn't um, water the, the sapling they wanted to rip it up instead yeah yeah so that's just how I, I see a lot of stuff now they probably were just jealous I don't know because they don't like seeing things be different than what they are and what they're accustomed to. Sorry for that tangent. I no, just... it's fine. Uh... <laughs> That's been on my mind a lot lately, too. I'm like, man, I think this is why we're treated like shit, is because they were jealous. <laughs> what do I wish didn't bother me so much? Besides, I, I don't know. I don't know if I have a really different answer, is mm -hmm. I, that, like I had talked about with the long walks question, like, I know that recovery is not or healing is not linear you'll have setbacks and th these things aren't they don't just go away completely that's because that's fucking yeah. ridiculous but i wish it didn't yeah i wish those things still didn't bother me as much as they do mm -hmm. right there with you what right is the single you. best realization you've ever had single best realization that I've had. I mean, what I just said that, yeah. you know, people were just <laughs> the reason why we were treated you know, horribly um, is because we were not like others and they just saw something in us that they couldn't even fathom to see in themselves, so that's definitely one for me. Yeah. I did ketamine therapy. Okay. And 
the best single best realization I ever had happened during the first time. I went into that going up and down as one tends to do, at least one in our position tends to do. And so I was on a really bad mm -hmm. downslope. I was on a really negative skid and I had been struggling for from the day I got home from Afghanistan until I did this, which was like, two, I want to say two years ago, maybe less. Okay. It was, I don't know if I'm a good person because at, based on, you know, what happened in what the type of things that happened in Afghanistan, right? Thinking yeah. about that and then thinking about all of the volunteer stuff that I tried to do and I always tangled with it like I don't mm -hmm. is is this enough to be yeah. does, to be a good person I I don't know I, is the sum of all of these parts of things that I do greater than the whole is it even a scaled question I I couldn't fig I could not come to an answer I couldn't find an answer so the realization was my first ketamine therapy session. I was laying in my bed, blindfold yourself, so that, you know, sensory deprivation. And you put on headphones and they gotcha. play like a special kind of like ambiance music and just kind of let your thoughts flow. And that was kind of the one of the first things that came up within a few minutes was like, Jesus, I've been, I keep beating myself up over this. Mm -hmm. I, if nothing else, just feeling so much remorse and regret about all of that, that is really indicative in and of itself. Because if I wasn't a good person, I wouldn't care. Like, 100%. I wouldn't yeah. care about those people. It wouldn't matter to mm -hmm. me. But I do. Yeah. And so that was the biggest, the single best was realizing, like, you know what? I am a good person. That's a good one. Oh, man. Yeah, these are the hard ones. Oh mm -hmm. shit, this, this one's gonna... Ugh. What has someone said to you that will stick with you forever? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh... <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. We had to get oh. needy, come on. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good one. <laughs> I can't really... Uh, I was always told, you know, I wouldn't amount to shit, so <laughs> that one. Um, God, I I'm gonna let you <laughs> okay. go first because I'm I'm trying to think of a good one, but all I think about is just that one where I was just told I wouldn't amount to anything, you know, or I was made to feel that way my entire life. Uh, well, that is <laughs> but, that's actually pretty fucking profound for someone to beat you down yeah. and beat you down and beat you down. Yeah. And like I'm trying to think of something positive the only thing i can come up with and it's because i just saw it as a quote somewhere is like you are not what was done to you yeah and i tell myself all the time and that's you know like i said last week it's my greatest accomplishment is that i didn't become all these things you know i that, i guess that's that's it for me on those two but i'm sure there's more yeah uh maybe more on the negative side than the positive but i'm just gonna stick with those two and let you just go i mean given how we have come to this meeting place it's of, of course a lot yeah. of the shit's going to be negative for me i don't have the exact 
words, but it was my relatives giving me that water under the bridge thing when it came to my abuser getting to continue being a part of the family. Yeah. And then it was like, you know, we have to do, let it go for the for the sake of the family. We, we'll get through this all together. Mm-hmm. So that was it. That was one big one. And I was happy that I said it was, what if I did that to your kids? How would you feel then? And yeah, it was a, a lot of like, oh shit, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that was that was a good one, but it's okay. okay. They're all. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing with their lives, and I don't really care. Yeah. Well, that's good. Just do what's best for yeah. you. And I make podcasts now. I. Yep. Record my phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> We're at just about an hour, so I'm going to get just this one, and then we'll we'll use this to segue into our light outro. What do you want done with your body when you die? I wouldn't mind... I mean, I'm an organ donor, so I wouldn't mind other people having, you know, helping others, you know, continue their life somehow if needed with my organs. And then as far, like, I just have this thing, if I were to get, you know, buried, no one would really come visit me. (laughs) Uh, So I just probably want to be cremated or, you know, if they have it where you can, like, make yourself into a tree. That's the... Use your remains. Yeah. Like, that's probably the one I would really want to do. But if not, it would just be, like, cremate me and... Uh, I'll try to figure out a place where I want my ashes spread. Ultimately, I would like to have my body used for science, I guess is what I'll just go with, because mm-hmm. it'll be helpful. I'll still be able to help other people somehow, you know, with my organs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so that's probably what I would do. I have my estate planning done, like my, my living will and my will and last will. Oh, dang, okay. And I have in the directive as far as like what to do with my body specifically is mm-hmm. take absolutely everything that you can if someone needs it yeah. but yeah do not give a single fucking flake of my body to some cocksucker like Dick Cheney or that type yeah. of person like that fucking clown <laughs> has had five hearts replaced five Lord have mercy. how five people <laughs> died because he got the heart instead yeah that's kind of fucked up oh god i i really hope he catches on fire or something something (laughs) really terrible he fucking deserves it yeah he could burn alive and that would be too good of a death for him that's better than he deserves yeah so yeah, um, my executor. If you're listening, the will—it's it, a fucking wild ride. All right, we, we're—I'm yeah. having fun with all of you when I'm dead. Oh jeez. <laughs> but but ultimately, the tree thing is absolutely what I want as well. Um, mm-hmm. There's this idea of eternal life, right? You know, you go to the clouds and hang out with your grandma and your dog or whatever. To me, I don't know if that's real, but. What I do know is if I'm plant if I'm in the ground and a tree is planted mm-hmm. over me, my moldering body will feed the tree. Yeah. I then become part of the tree. I am one with the tree. Yeah. 
Then I so I also specified if it if possible make it a fruit bearing tree, so that Ooh, animals that would be a good one. animals yeah. can come and eat. People can come and eat if they want to. Mm-hmm. Jokingly, I would like for someone to say, "Yeah, that this tree was made from a dead person's body, so you just ate yeah. human <laughs> flesh by eating that apple oh, or pear or whatever." Because that's fucking hilarious to me. All right, we're headed out. This is the light section, some tomatoes, cheese, if that's your thing. A little guac if you paid extra. First one here. What book has had a profound impact on your life and why? I'm not really one to read a lot of books because my ADHD does not allow me to do so. Because I'll be stuck on page one, paragraph one for like hours. Um, but I do remember as a kid, there was this book and I managed to find it and I have it, um, that I would read a lot for book reports because it just made me laugh and it just, yeah, it just made me laugh and made me happy as a kid and I just wanted to read it all the time. It's really silly, but it's a book called Fudgemania by Judy Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Fudgemania? <laughs> Yes, I still have it. Um, uh, if just... please, dear listeners, if you have heard of this book or read this book, eight three three five eight nine seven six three seven, please text me, please. <laughs> but it's uh, it's just a really lighthearted, you know, fucking yeah. book about this kid and his little annoying brother, and they're going on vacation, and I don't fucking know, but it always just made me <laughs> laugh. Like even in all those dark moments, that book, I could always just grab it and read it all the way through and just laughed the entire time. It just kind of took me away from all the chaos that was going around. Um, but anytime we had to do a book report, that was the one book that I would go to because I I, I already knew it was going to be a good time and I just loved reading that book. And I recently found, um, I had a neighbor that was giving it away and I was like, please give this to me because it's my favorite book as a kid. And then there's another book that followed after that one by Judy Bloom called, like, Tales of the Fourth Grade Nothing. That was also pretty funny. But I always, Fudgemania, for some reason, that book just <laughs> kept me sane, I guess, as a kid. <laughs> it's really, I mean, uh, yeah, it's a good book. <laughs> but I'm not big on, I'm not big on reading books. Like, I, I have all the Harry Potter books. I've not read a single one except for the cursed child and i watch the movies on repeat all the time but if that's the only book that i can remember just reading all the way through can you do audiobooks audiobooks no my attention span doesn't i mean i'm starting to get into podcasts now like at work because i work overnight i just listen to podcasts all the time and that keeps me going. Um, and I listen to like ridiculous ones because I just want to laugh the entire time I'm at work. But I've tried audiobooks and it doesn't grasp my attention. I don't okay. know what it is, but mm-hmm. I can't I can't do it. I tried it and I didn't grasp it. Mine was Around the World in Eighty Days by Jules Verne. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That so I read that book and I was like, wow, this is really good. And so I checked out some other, what other types of things Jules Verne has written. Mm-hmm. And so he lived in the 1800s, early 1800s, okay. if I'm not mistaken. And he's writing about fucking submarines and all kinds of things that were not even concepts at the time. And he imagined that type of thing. That, to me, was 
proof positive that you like your creativity is not limited to the confines of what you know to be possible mm -hmm. anything you can write about whatever the fuck you want like oh yeah 20,000 leagues under the sea that'll never happen like well yeah. we're not at 20,000 <laughs> but we're fucking getting there yep <laughs> so I mean uh, rocket to the moon are you kidding me so that was a really big influence. There's also another one. Uh, K.A. Applegate wrote a series, Animorphs. That oh my god, those books! <laughs> I, I fucking loved Animorphs. I was big into Animorphs. I had... I didn't own... I think I remember that. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> I own that. the books, but I did always... The ones that I liked the most was the longer of... I guess supplemental books that mm -hmm. give you a little bit more lore. So, <laughs> that uh, I'm gonna have to put a counter on how long I geeked out on Animorphs there. <laughs> oh, I, I still remember all of that shit. <laughs> It's awesome. it's difficult when I like if I run into people that I know that like mm -hmm. from a long time ago, and so one instance. Let me, I'll give you one specific example. Is I recently had come into uh, I reconnected with a friend from high school, so I we we're just chatting about whatever, and then I mentioned something that was on her MySpace page. Oh god, okay, yeah. <laughs> and I was like I, I I I said it and then I was like, "Oh fuck. Um look, I'm not a creep, I promise. I just remember stuff. That's it. I'm not being weird. I wasn't I didn't like print out a page and save it and memorialize it. No. I just mm -hmm. fucking remember stuff. Yeah. I remember what a lot of people's MySpace pages said. Yeah. God. That was a good time for social media to me, was MySpace. Yeah, MySpace was the last, um, like, it, it was pure, I'll say. Yeah, yep. Oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Animorphs, please, if anyone, you know, you, uh, you know the number. If you read Animorphs, please tell me. Or am I the fucking, like, the extreme nerd here? Like, sorry, I was the quiet kid that read books, and I liked science fiction. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. What is your North Star? I'll let you go first. I've, I've been looking at that question, and I'm still trying to figure out an answer to that. <laughs> For me, the North Star, what guides everything that I do, integrity. That, that okay. to me, is that's my North Star. If you can't believe what someone's saying, then nothing, you're never going to accomplish anything fruitful with them. Yeah, I'm going to skip that one because I don't... That's going to be one that's going to take me a while to come up with. Or maybe um, I should not be in my feelings before when I pick these because... <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter, but for, yeah, I looked at, I looked at that question like a couple of days ago and I'm like, oh shit, and I still can't come up with, I can't come up with anything, so I'm like, I'm going to pass on that one. Um, spite, maybe? Uh, actually, yeah, that could probably be it for my spite. 
That is the uh, driving point as to why I'm still here. Good one, is, yeah. Yeah, I'll, that's your North Star. I'm like, I'll go with that one. Yep. Spike. <laughs> what did you hate as a kid, but now you love as an adult? I wasn't really... To me, the only thing that pops up is, like, food stuff, but I was never a picky eater. Um, I did for a while, though, get sick and tired of fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, because that's all my mom would tell my brother and I to make, you know, on times that she would just leave us alone in the house while she went with my dad to do whatever. So I got real sick of that shit, but I love it now. Let's see, what else did I hate as a kid but love now as an adult? I can't think of anything else right now, just PB&Js. For me, it's spicy food. Spicy food? Yeah. Oh, I mean, um... No, I, I, ice. I did not like the that sensation when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But now I can't get enough. I can't even handle that still to this day. <laughs> like Even as <laughs> I am regretting it the second time, if you know what I mean, I'm mm-hmm. still like, that was still delicious. I don't care. It's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... I still can't do spicy stuff, but I have a lot of gastrointestinal issues. So mm. I'm like, we're not, we're not, we're not tasting anything like that. No, I think, yeah, mine is just PB and J. Is the Texas That's... fucking queso doing it for you? That shit is disgusting. <laughs> I, I will tell you right now, the one thing, the one thing I regret the most about moving out here is. I don't get authentic Mexican food. It's all fucking Tex-Mex bullshit. Well, maybe if you go to El Paso. Uh, maybe. Like, I found one place nearby, and it's a food truck, and they make really good birria tacos. So, like, my boyfriend and I will try to go out there, and, like, he's half Mexican, half Cuban, and, like, he lived in Mexico for a while as a kid. He knows what real Mexican is, too. Yeah. Food is, too. And he's from California. So, both of us, we, we cannot find <laughs> the real stuff anywhere. Um, mm. And there's like a couple little spots near us that we found, but that is the one thing I regret the most about moving out here is not having real Mexican food. So, like, anytime I go back home, that's all I want to eat. Like, I already have a couple of taco places I've never tried before that I'm going to eat when I go out there in late September. But yeah, queso, that shit is bullshit. I hate it. They put it on everything. Yeah. It's isn't it just uh, like the nacho cheese drizzle? It's it's Velveeta. I know how to make it. It's Velveeta cheese and then Rotel, a can of Rotel. And that's it. And then you just, you know, mix it in together, make it nice and hot and it's fucking bullshit. Gross. I hate it. I hate all of the bullshit, quote-unquote, bullshit Mexican food, because it's all bullshit Tex-Mex, and I'm like, I can't do this shit. Take Mexican food, fry it, and then put queso on it. Queso all over it, yeah. Yeah. There you go. so stupid. They literally do put bullshit queso on everything that they call Mexican food, and I'm like, that's bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) Like, this, this isn't right. And then, like, carne asada does not exist out here, which is, They just have, what, Texas barbecue, right? They have that, and then uh, they have a carne guisada, which is totally bullshit, the opposite. But, like, you cannot find carne asada out here at all. I will say the barbecue out here is really fucking good, though. Yeah. 
brisket, yeah. Yeah, Texas yeah. brisket is amazing. I will say my dad makes really good brisket, though. Like, his, I will eat more than Texas brisket. But, uh, yeah, no Mexican food out here. And it's bullshit. <clears throat> All right. Well, we are on our way out. We made good time. So. Yep. I changed the TikTok, so it's LVX Media Net on everything. If you can't find me on it, if you can't find LVX Media Net on there, it's because I'm not on it. Which I mean that about X or Twitter or whatever the fuck it's called now. <laughs> I don't use that. Bullshit. Uh, but yeah, LVX Media Net. Um, for contacts, if you go to the page LVXmedia.net, you see you see that connection with the, with the social media handles LVXmedia.net. Yeah. Go to Hardshell Tacos. There is two options there. You can text or call, and then the email option. So if you still do that, if I, I don't know, people still if people still do that shit, I, I have no idea. I thought that having just a phone number and an unattended voicemail box mm-hmm. was gonna be enough, but no, it's not. Apparently, <laughs> only fucking boomers make phone calls. <laughs> yeah, so. So there you go. You fucking kids can text me at the same number. That uh, would be cool if at some point people can like ask us questions. You know, like if you have any questions. Yeah, that's that actually, that's exactly what it's wanna for. Want to ask us? Like, definitely do it, and we'll answer for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'll put it into whatever section you want. If you want it in a section, or we'll just have it all all at the end. Doesn't matter. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. It would really, really help. If you hit the likes on the social media and stuff, um, re-thread it. I don't know if that's the the right expression. Uh, yeah, or share on... the share the podcast with your other friends. You know that you think would enjoy this type of podcast. Like <laughs> sharing, liking, um, commenting on it, anything like interactions with the posts really help get it out to other people. And yep, I think that's gonna do it. That is recipe two of these hard shell tacos. Order up! (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you have any questions or comments on what was discussed or have a topic you'd like to hear on the podcast, you can leave a message on our unattended phone line at 833-589-7637. That's 833-LUX-PODS. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lvxentertainment.net.